Hey, this is Lawrence Juba from Wings, and you're listening to Fab Four Free For All. And welcome to another exciting episode of Fab Four Free For All. I'm excited. I Are thought you? it was the Fab Four Free For All. I thought we agreed on it last episode. And I just reneged on the agreement. Eh, sue me. Well, we could play the Sue Me, Sue, sue You sue Blues. Me, wow, with the Fab Four Free For I just said the Fab Four Free For Yay. For you. So Thank here we you. go. Anyway, I am your moderator for this uh, sort of an extended episode of the last one because uh, we're doing uh, something that we've done before. But before I even do that, I've said a lot of do-do's. That made no sense. I know. Realize I know. I don't care. We're leaving it in. Wow. Because my name, again, is Mitch Axelrod, and joining me for this episode, is, not, not for every episode, but for this one, oh, are... Oh, for every episode. I know, I, I know. It's Rob Leonard. And? Tony Chiguardo. And the reason I, I'm continuing this is because we just did the uh, review of the anniversary edition of Abbey Road, and we're going to continue uh, with the Sessions CDs, um, and it's going to be a short show... Because there aren't many sessions. Good night. Well, we're also, just one thing to clarify, we're not looking at the two-disc set. Because there's a two-disc set. Which encompasses... Which encompasses not all of these. Actually, I I was going to bring that up. If you're looking to save money... And we all are. And let's say you don't need the book, even Mm -hmm. though we love the book. If you take the 17 songs on disc one, the uh, 17 songs on disc two... That means you only have like four left, uh, six, like left. six left, really, six left. right? And and right, and, and you get them on YouTube. If you get that two CD set, you basically covered what is not a bad combination. And well, that's only because you've only been been able to do that because there's only forty songs on the whole right, three right. discs. And what that tells you is that they've created some pretty short discs for discs two and three. Yeah. Correct, because you can you fit know. them on. Two discs, yeah, which I really just kind of annoying. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, and, but the, the, and the way the, I look at the, the the sessions discs, as they call it, I know none of us ever bought marijuana from a dealer. No, but it's sort of like you know you you, you get asked for a dime bag, and you put it in your hand, and you you're doing that thing where you're weighing it. Yeah, and you I say, know. and you say, this is a little short. Yes. That's exactly <laughs> what this is oregano. the Abbey Road Sessions discs are. Wow. wow Just man. a little short. Wow. So they gave you a bad count is where you're Yeah. Going. You know, you put the thing with the count. hand because you know, yeah. you know how many times you yeah. bought a dime bag. And you're yeah. like, oh, I know I, this I'm is sorry. Wow. I have no clue. Yeah. yeah. But we've never done that. Not no, me. I, I don't not know. I, I know not you. Yeah. No. As, as he's sitting there actually doing the <laughs> physical way. None of you can see this. He's actually no. doing the like the hand it's, out with the plastic baggie in it it comes back to you you know yeah. you, you think uh, it's like riding a bicycle just like riding a bicycle <laughs> yeah. but don't ride a bicycle while <laughs> you're <laughs> that's what i think of the wow the members of fan 4 free for all do not endorse the idea of you riding your bicycle while under the influence of any sort of abbey road unless it's the heroine the heroine not recording while you under the influence of the heroine under the influence what? can't wait for legalization influence of the influence can't wait for legalization anyway wow Uh, anyway yeah but there's not a lot of bonus there's some good stuff yes are you still talking about the pot are you talking about the the, the sessions discs as they're called still talking about the pot (laughs) ham and vegetables and pot uncle floyd for the there was a there was a 
There was an episode of the Beatle cartoons where the guy's weighing the dime. Is he weighing a dime? <laughs> there was not any of that. Do not get me started. Is that why they're not released? <laughs> Beetle tunes, everyone, Mitch Axel. Yes, thank you. Oh my goodness! But not that episode. I never saw that one. That Season one. three, Dimebag Beetles. That's what we're Paul. That's what we're Paul wore glasses. <laughs> Beetles potluck. Uh, anyway. So yeah. we're going to talk about some of the sessions, all of them, actually. We can yeah. do that in about 10 minutes. So Just this will about. be a very short show. Anyway, let's start with the CD1, the, the first session, as they call it, the first outtake or it, whatever. Yeah, well, the first from the first recording session. Yeah, and, and it's... Probably one of my favorite on both days. Thank you very yeah. much. Go home. That's it. Like, it's, really? it's just, if you'd given me this and you charged me for the two discs, <laughs> I don't know about that. I would have been just like, okay, I'm good. Yeah, it's <laughs> well, right. it's, it's, yeah, this one is, let's tell what it is. It's I Want You, She's So Heavy. Right. Um, but it's the fun band version where there's a lot of dialogue and actually uh, the engineer tells them to try to be quiet it's like you know it's obviously late at night and what i love about someone is how actually hearing them through the walls yes through the, of Abbey Road, well, they are if you've been there it's it's a residential area yeah and yeah but to hear but if you've gone there and we all have but when you've gone there and you know can you picture hearing them through the walls in a studio through because it's a big studio through the studio walls through, it must have been the backyard because, like you know, you, you, it's across the street to a, an apartment building right. that you've seen when they're crossing. Right. So it must have been people in the back yeah. unless hearing them because this is very fun. But this is like the like sort of like an anthology two um, outtake Three. in terms. Of, no, I mean two. Okay. Hear me out. In terms of the fun banter. Oh right. Right. Because John's going, right. what are they doing up then? You know, yeah, right. they, and it sounds like the old John, meaning the young John. Yeah. And I don't mean it yeah. like that, old or young. But it sounds like they're having a lot of fun. The one thing I will also say about this outtake is we've talked about it in the episode where we reviewed the anniversary edition in terms of, you know, the white noise versus Billy Preston's playing of the organ. Um, the only thing I will say is that John says... My boys are ready to go. I love that. Me too. I, I love that. I love John. that. It's John's. It's John's group. Yeah. My boys are ready to go. Yeah. Well, well, think about it. They they just came off of a weirdness of Let It Be, and even though the rooftop was actually pretty good, right? There's a lot of other parts of those sessions where you know this is the world's greatest band. Yeah. And, and John is pretty. John is kind of on the road to cleaning up by now, if I'm not mistaken. He's, I think. I'm not sure. I'm I think he's getting himself together, but anyway. But, but the here. fact that it's like he's sort of reclaiming it, you know, the, uh, my boys are ready to go, you yeah. know. I, I personally think... Unless he it, means his gonads. I mean. <laughs> you know, and think about it, you know. Quick, my boys are ready to go. Let's get these takes out of the way because Yoko's already in bed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> wow, did we just kill that vibe? And also, uh, um, he goes, last go, less chance to be loud. Yes. Which is... Yeah, you know, and, and it's a loud song. Yeah. It is, and, and they're not trying to be quiet. No, yeah, but, but it, you've heard the. I wonder what the next take sounded like. I want you, <laughs> but not so bad. <laughs> not quite as bad as before. <laughs> <laughs> and then you imagine all of a sudden she's so she's not so heavy. But it's um. 
<laughs> it's a great beginning for the the outtakes discs. Totally. Yes, but but it almost takes you to where you want to get to too soon. Yeah, because you know the yeah. rest are not as good. No, yeah, but you it, shot your outtake. Low but it's really it's great to hear the Billy Preston playing. Yeah. Oh yeah, B3. Billy Preston freakout version. Yeah, that. So that is that is. A, I mean, it's fun. Yeah, it is. And that's a real. Yeah. And, and that's something we hadn't heard. No. That's and no. that's what I love. No. I love. The closest it. we came was there was a little bit of the organ playing in one of the love medleys. Yes, but, but no yes. one really knew where it was until someone pointed out. Well, that's the I want you and of course part of the eight track which we hadn't heard at the time. But so. but what I love here is you know whenever you get an outtake that you legitimately have not heard because come on face it we've heard enough bootlegs dutch imports whatever you want to call them to to have heard a lot already yeah but yeah. when the beatles are yeah. cognizant of that and they're giving you something that you haven't heard before that's when i say good on you i don't care if it's you know four versions of something if i haven't heard it and it's different not like you know four versions of the same thing like some of the white album was kind of repetitive but this this to me, wow, what a start! Well, but I wouldn't mind having some of that attitude, like four different songs, you know, if because different. this is so light that you know it's. We'll get to that. You know what yeah, you said we'll about the that. two CD set. Yeah, that's could have been. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, if if we didn't do the show and I was just you know a regular listener of a regular fan, I would just buy the two CD set. Yeah, yeah. pretty interesting. Much. So the next song is goodbye. And, um, listen, my favorite song of Mary Hopkin. Hopkin. It's your favorite Mary Hopkin song. Mary Hopkin song. Yes. yes. She's not S. Right. Right. But it sounded like I was calling her Mary Hopkin. Yes. So, it is my favorite song of hers. And if Paul would have done this in a lower register for the Beatles, you know, because he obviously sings like falsetto. Yeah. But if he would have done it in a lower key and made it and flushed it out like a Beatles song, I think this could have been a great Beatles song. I agree. But uh, it would have belonged on the White Album. Absolutely. It didn't. It, it, it would but what not. If they, but what if they didn't make it like the, you know, the quick picking, fun strumming? Trick. Well, if it went... Four, four. And then instead of Her Majesty, please don't wake me up too late tomorrow. Oh, that would have been actually kind of cool at the end. end. I mean, you know... Goodbye. Goodbye. Right. Wow, I didn't even think about that. Imagine right. Well, that. you know, there's right. a lot of goodbyes on this album type of song well, right absolutely so, yeah this yeah. is another one that, a, now that, i have to make that because dang yeah. please yeah that yeah it actually would have been really really been nice great closer without the 17 second gap it would have yeah, come right, right out right, right. i mean of course that would have taken away from you know the yeah. end being the well, maybe final you do thing this, that, maybe you do the 17 second gap and this is and like this, your but that was a your, mistake yeah. that turned out to be a beautiful yeah, thing yeah but, but still though goodbye again this is not the it, it, there's still tape damage yes a little bit here uh, oh yeah it's, it it's really obvious this is really not that much better than the best bootlegs that we've had correct but right. it still is it. cleaner though it's a little it's, cleaner yeah. it's nice weird ass sequencing though to put this after i want you she's so heavy yeah i agree it's the yin and the yang and, and, and of the this, outtakes and, and, i don't think they goodbye should have been on anthology three that was one of the songs that people said, well, if you're going to put other demos, why not Goodbye? Because yeah. we'd, we'd yeah. all heard it. I just don't uh, think they cared about the sequencing, Tony, on these sessions. Well, why, the rest of it, are they chronological? I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know that. Whoa! Sorry. <laughs> Monty I Python. I know what it is. What's the well, just for the listeners. But I've always liked that. Goodbye. I, I go back to File Under. You know, I, like the, long, oh, yeah. I like a File long Goodbye. Under. I like a long Goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's File a, under, wow. Handmade films. Yeah, exactly. anyway. 
The next one is the Something Studio demo. Now, this is something we hadn't heard either. Well, we've heard a variation of it. A variation, yes. not this version. It's, this it's version. almost, there's aspects to it that's almost hymnal. George sounds so young on this. George sounds like he's 12 in this. It doesn't have like the... It's cool. I mean, obviously in the studio when he's doing it for real, he, I wrote sweet version. He puts a, a you know a little bit of a depth, a little bit of a deepness in yeah. his voice. Like he he purposely pulls out like the richer, reedier side of his voice. But in this, he sounds like he's twelve. And is the vocalization during the guitar solo something that he actually thought would stay? Funny you should say that because I wrote the power of production. I wrote the scant during the solo. Same thing. Yeah. Scat. Sk scat, right, sorry, scat. It's, okay. um, it's weird because I don't, I, I, I like it on the demo. I don't think it would have fit. That's why I say the power of production. This is one song we, where it was good in the beginning, but it was so overproduced, and I mean in a good way, that it became a classic and a standard. Um, <laughs> but when you hear this one, I, I don't know, would that... Scatting have worked. Would that vocalization no, would no, have it worked? Work, no, it, it works if you're if you're in a coffee house playing. Right, exactly. But if, for, if, but if it this was an becomes, acoustic thing, this becomes a song where you know Tony Bennett covers it, Frank Sinatra covers it. They're not they're not going to scat in the middle. Correct, but if you but like you just said, it was perfect. If you are in a coffee house and you're doing this song as an acoustic yeah, yeah. version, you could do that little stuff and nobody would care. Yes, but in the middle yeah. of a big power ballad, it wouldn't work. No, and they knew it. That's the power of production. Yeah. Everybody knew it, and I think George knew it. You hit on something too. Like it's like they they always talk about like what was the first power ballad ever done, and something you sort of hit on I it. Like, think talk about something. my love being like a first power ballad, and you know I never even thought of my well, love. Well, Joe, Joe Cocker's version of something is, you know, mm. he he heard a version of George gave him his hit. Yeah. It. You're not even sure George liked the song at one point. Well, at one point. Well, he's writing lyrics, and John is talking about pomegranates and right and stuff like yeah. that. So yeah. is this the first power ballad? I'd have to go back and look. I wouldn't call it a power ballad, but I would call it a, a really... The, the good part about the song is it has a nice guitar solo, which you don't normally get in power ballads, because it's a heavier... Yeah, yeah. You know, something, yeah. keep on loving you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> They're the same to me. Open wow. arms. <laughs> Not open arms. I'm sorry. I'm no. kidding. I'm kidding. Wow. All right. So let's go on to one of my favorites. I'm sorry. I, I love this. When we were at the listening event, I, I, yeah. the first thing I asked was this. Remember before yeah. we even started? Yeah. Was, is this going to be there? And they said yes. The Ballad of John and Yoko. This is the fun version. Well, it's take seven with take four. Yeah. Because take seven had the, the actual... Demo. The chatter. Or no, the, the demo, take four right. had the, the, the chatter, and they stuck it on this. You can't tell. No. This is so fun where John is calling Paul Ringo, and Paul well, says, Well, they did okay, that on Anthology 3 with Obladi Oblada. You know, those different yes and stuff in there. Well, I don't mind doing that. Yeah, I don't mind it because either. Because or else we wouldn't have gotten it. Yes, I agree. And I think you need that, because that's what makes this, where they call each other George and Ringo. Yeah, it really helps to understand the song and what they were doing. It's just them two, and... They're still very friendly sounding on yeah. it. And oh, I think this really shows that they're tight. Yeah. Totally. I mean, John is, you totally. know, John is, is making comments at the end, too. Well, we got one, you know. Yeah. I love that. I think this really brings a cohesiveness, almost like a Beatles song now, because let's face it, 
you know George and Ringo are not on it. Right. So you th- you're sort of like, all right, is that really like a solo song? But but now that you hear the demo, I think it sounds a little more cohesive, even though George and Ringo are still not on it. Right. It, it, this the song. I can almost sort of see why we can't wait a week. Yes. Like, can you can you wait? Why can't you just wait till the guys get back? The song's got such a great groove. It's so infectious it at is. this stage. It's. I could almost see this being like a giddy like. I wrote this. Do you want to? Can we get? Can we just, just do it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Boom! You know, and let's just do it. Like it's. He he was still thinking of the Beatles as his main outsource for music. Yes. And yeah. Also, you know. He just got married. It's yeah. him and Yoko. He could have done this yeah. solo. It's like he this. It's solo. like this. Him and Yoko, and he, and the music came out. Part of it was like, but that. it's I agree not, But I, but I, you know, people would sometimes say, "Oh, did Paul just like give in to do this to no, like try to?" So I don't think so. No, I think Paul was just like, "Hell, John, this rock, this is great. Let's I, give, I, on, let's just." I, I also think let's that, just blow it out. You know, it's it's yeah. Paul's way of. Putting the yeah. hand out, saying, "Hey, the we're still thing. friends." Well, it's, and it's part you of know? it's. You know, in a way, it's also. I mean, I'm sure he. Some, but you know, it's a wedding present too. Come on, man, you yeah. just did this. Let's. Wow, man. Now this the thing is, is on the end story. of this song, Let's... John Scat's a little bit at the end. Yeah, but that ended up on the original, uh, the he, release well, version, it, not in Scat, but on in music. Yeah, in he the, sings he the sings. end, so he knows exactly what he wants. So he knows what he's doing, right? And he knows it's going to be there in a guitar. Yeah, which is cool. As a drummer, Paul's drumming sucks on yeah, this, this version. He is just not on. He is the not beat. on beat at all. He's he just is a little off. Sucks. Yeah, it's, but parts of it remain in the actual real song because you yeah. can tell. But parts of it are not. Yeah, yeah this <laughs> isn't re- this oh. isn't Paul's best drumming. No, yeah, and it's funny. evident on this because wow. But a little bit. What I call, I call, yeah, you know, I call him up. We're talking about this, and I go, "Is it me as the drummer?" Yeah, I, is Paul's drumming really bad on this? And he goes, yes. "Yes, it is." Well, you know, but it, in a it way, was. though, I have to wonder. Paul was trying to be Ringo. <laughs> no, but <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Now while I'm drinking one out. <laughs> no, but do, I have to wonder whether or not it's not necessarily that like George and Ringo are bummed that they did the song when they're not there. George but, said he wasn't bummed, right? But I don't know. It's kind of like if you're the guy that cuts my lawn every week and I'm I'm telling everybody I you know I got this guy that cuts my lawn and he's my guy that cuts my lawn and he's great he's the best yeah. and then one week you don't do it and I go out there and I cut my lawn and it looks like total crap does the guy cutting the lawn go wow man I hope people don't drive by this house thinking that it was me that did that no, crappy no, job as a, as a former landscaper like, you say hey Mr. Truguardo I'll be back next week. You shouldn't have to worry about getting a heart attack doing the grass. Right. But, I but you know what, though? Was. Still, though, you know, you got to get it done. You got to get it done. Are you saying that you hope people don't think that was Ringo playing? Yeah, I mean, I wonder well, if Ringo, Ringo walked around going, yeah, well, and that's the, Paul on well, Ballad of John and Yoko. You see, well, you hear that version, one? it's not so bad. He, right, he gets the No, it's work. not. But still, you know, though, it's still you know, it's still not Ringo. No, it's not. You got to see Ringo going, well, here's the new one from Paul on drums, Ballad of John and Yoko. Go. This one's great. Now, imagine. On well, like, he's not. He's on that. I know that. No, but like on. He's not on the On some Bruce Springsteen reissues and and Stones reissues, the band has actually gone back into the studio and, and done overdubs or fixed stuff up. Yeah. yeah. Imagine Ringo said, 
you know, let me just get in here. Fiftieth anniversary. 50th anniversary. Let me do with my what I would have done. <laughs> and, and, and he comes in and he and Paul's like, "What do you mean? I, I did the drums on back in the USSR." You know, that would have been hysterical for the fiftieth anniversary. Ringo, just goes, Ringo in goes back in, and, and Paul Ringo. doesn't know until and Paul doesn't know, and Paul goes, "Wow, I was that good. <laughs> I was really good." When, when the, the Stones have done it, they invite Mick Taylor back for some stuff, and yeah. they did on some yeah. girls and. Bruce did it for the track albums and oh, that's and funny stuff. Promise and stuff. So yeah. I wouldn't have a problem with it, but wow. I don't know how they would feel. Anyway, so speaking of drumming, um, the next song is the demo for Old Brown Shoe. Yeah, and yeah. Ringo is not on this. Paul is on drums, and I didn't know that until I read the book. That's the first time we've ever heard that. Correct, because we've always thought that it was the four of them back. And well, um, we I, found was, out I thought John wasn't on this. But now well, I find John, out John was on it, but then they, I think they erased his a part. track. Yeah, but Ringo's not on it. He was filming Candy. Yeah, but or the uh, Candy or the Magic, Magic Christian. Christian. Sorry, but we always thought that he was there. And so this is two Beatles also. When you come right down well, to it, after the, well, after the final cut, yeah, it was really George and Paul. But are we sure? I mean, Ringo would know. He would know if it's so. It sounds like his drumming. It, it actually it do, does and doesn't. It doesn't sound like Paul's drumming. No, it doesn't. But because I was going to say, the drumming is very good for the, <laughs> for the song. Well, there's no bass on this. It's a guitar acting as a bass. So, all right. So then here's my question. If Ringo's not on this, not to doubt it, but then who's playing what? Well, it's in the book. It's all right. So I'm curious then who's playing piano? George Martin? No, yeah. I think it's Paul. So Paul's playing drums and piano at the same time? Why at the same time? Well, you're not just going to lay down a drum track. you got to have something. Maybe John played bass with Ringo and just played no, badly and they erased that. Because I'm curious now, because there's no real bass. Uh -oh. oh, John's on piano. John's on piano. And backing back vocal, vocal and Paul is on drums, bass, okay. everything else it says. Because John is banging the hell out of the friggin' piano on and this. And George is on lead vocal, guitar, and organ. All right, yeah. so yeah, it makes sense. so just three Beatles. But John, the piano is what it drives this song. But it doesn't in the beginning. sound like a John piano, though. You know, he. It well, sounds like Paul. Yeah. It does. Well, we didn't know that. It sounds like Paul. D was John on piano. Because it's doing dun, 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 yeah. Dun, dun, yeah. Because it's tack piano almost, yeah. which is yeah. always Paul's thing. But Paul plays drums. He fits the song on this. Yeah. It's not great, yeah. but he fits yeah. the song. But man, I just wrote the piano is getting the crap beat out of it. Sounds great. I love the guitar runs under the raw track. It's yeah. just yep. so fun. Yeah, I wrote so, the guitar it's, bass it's, is really It's hard always here. been one of my favorite George Harrison yeah. songs. Me and, too. Yeah. You know, it's just, uh, except for that third verse, which I don't know how, every time I've tried to sing it, it never... Oh, I love it for your sweet I love top it lip, I'm, I'm in the queue. I, I love that. I, you, but you, maybe I'm in love. But you have to actually see the words, you're like... Oh, well, no, you don't no, have to see the words, you just have to anticipate it for the yeah. singing. That is, you're like, right. For you, your sweet top you're lip? You're right. Because four. You're right. That is a great way of thinking of that. You have to be actually slightly ahead. Yeah, because just ahead a little bit ahead of the beat. And because if he didn't have the word four... If you had your sweet dog lip, I'm in the queue. It'd be easier but, to say. And he also but really says, for your sweet for he, your. he says, Fjord. Fjord. Your sweet yeah. top lip, I'm in the queue. You know, it's yeah, Fjord. There's no, yeah. he doesn't fjord. say for your. Fjord. It's Fjord. Fjord. Tim <laughs> <Ken> Conway, people. <laughs> George Harrison, Fjord. fjord. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. George okay. Harrison, the Swedish chef. And, oh. and, <laughs> All right, so the next is Oh Darling, Take Four. Wow. I mean, it sounds like the finished except the vocal. Yeah, yeah and he, he does that the talk over at the end where he totally yeah. throws it off. And John, but I, think that I hear been, John screaming in the background. Yeah. I also think that that talk over might have been 
part of the original thought process because it's supposed to be a, a song darling. like from the 50s. Yeah, yeah exactly. And they yeah. used to have those sections in the middle well, of the song. Well, even in Little yeah. Darling, they yeah. have that. And it sounds, it sounds a lot My less darling. bluesy. <laughs> <laughs> little Darling, oh darling. Yeah. Um, no, no, here we go again. There we go. Little Darling. So what we've concluded, everyone, here at Fan the entire album Abbey Road is based on Little Darling. Not the movie from the 80s. The Diamonds, I think, right? By the Diamonds. So, but the break is less bluesy. Obviously, it's it's with the falsetto. Yeah. This is the complete opposite of the remix. This kind of takes all the blues out of it and makes it more like a fifties tune. Yes, but again, it's, well, a it's demo. closer to that. Yeah, style. That you know, which, milieu. Yeah, I mean, you. Yeah. yeah, it's a demo. <laughs> yeah, that's it good. So, Octopus's Gardens next. I love this. It's not I, wonderful. I liked it because of the big mistake in it. Yeah. Yes. I wish they'd picked a better. I mean, I can see that, and maybe put another version where it's more complete. No, see, I'm yeah. like because you don't need it. You well, really don't need I, it. This I is cute. Right, right. You got the complete, but you got the complete, and the, the and this the one, licks. yeah, the guitar licks are so tremendous. All that's over true. the place. That's, that's, I mean, I like that, yeah. but he's just th doing. And then he gets nuts. lost in it. You know, it's like yeah, he's noodling. He's like, <laughs> he's like, what? What? Aren't you guys supposed to be with me? <laughs> that's <laughs> that well, I love that the fact that he says, "I was earlier, you were all too late." <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you were all too late. Maybe, but it's so funny, and he's laughing a lot. Yeah. And then he says, I thought you said Octopus is John or something like that. John yells yeah. in the background, I thought you said Octopus with John or something. It's really, so it's definitely a band song. So, wait, they didn't mind doing Octopus's Garden, but they mind doing Maxwell Silverhammer. Because, no, uh, no, hold on. It's hold on. That's two different things. It's, first of all, it's Ringo. Second it's Ringo. of all, um, only song. there's some great guitar playing by George in yeah. that. Yeah. And, and maybe if they had a guitar solo, like... A George guitar solo because yeah. he was on fire solo wise the whole and they album. never had the, and this is their first kind of like almost Texas swing. It's I mean they've never done a. They da, 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 this could have easily turned into a country song. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. With a country beat on it. So this has a little bit of that. So you know maybe the idea of Maxwell Silverhammer is like boom dead boom dead boom dead boom dead. Boom, dip, yeah. boom, like okay. enough already, enough <laughs> already with the Maxwell. No, but 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 Octopus's Garden is also a good, great sing along. You know, the kids love it. It's know? true. Hey, the kids love Bang Bang Maxwell. Yes, so, yeah, all the little potential serial future future serial dead. killers on the right. Future would, serial killers would love on the to, left. I would love to see like you go to like well the choruses of the schools. That would have been a great alternate. And, and they and they sing Maxwell Silver Hammer. Yeah, yeah. And all the kids pull out little hammers. That would have been great for like the ending of yesterday. Yesterday. He could have been teaching or all the, the kids Maxwell Silverhammer yes. or yeah. the wall. <laughs> we don't need no education. Bang, bang. Maxwell Silverhammer. I could just picture the the wow. new the new release from the Beatles will be Maxwell Silverhammer, backed with she said she said. <laughs> the singalongs. Yeah. So right. The sing bang bang. Album. He was dead. We know what it's like yeah. to be dead. There you go. Oh, this, is, this song's about an octopus yeah. who makes his little garden. Murderous thing. He, he, he doesn't kill like <laughs> whales or kill. something or, or sharks or, or, or other fish. He makes a little nice garden. <laughs> He makes a nice thing. He let us in. He does. Shows, knows where we've been. Exactly. We would be warm Below not killing people. <laughs> not like killing Maxwell. other fish. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, wow. I'm supposed to be happy. He's like, yeah. you know, I might wow. become well, a calamari later, but you know, <laughs> you know what? I still have this nice garden here. <laughs> 
He's got eight arms to kill you. <laughs> Maybe this would have been the theme to Eight Arms to Hold You if it had actually been in the movie. Ringo is three years behind, but that's okay. An axe-murdering octopus. Yes. A hammer-wielding octopus named Maxwell. This is as a mashup. That's... Wow. That just turned mashup. Abbey Road into a killer <laughs> album. Don't, you're not I, listening I actually, to Abbey Road. I actually was hoping. <laughs> you weren't going to see it here, but I would love to have seen... You know, he did it with the Love album with his father. But Giles to come up with some sort of... Mashups? Mashup of a couple of songs. That's brilliant. The, the sound is so clean and so yeah, nice. Yeah. And it's, oh, you could have done maybe anyway, a crazy wow. thing with that. So subliminally, we've now made Abbey Road wow. a killer album. <laughs> wow. Killer octopuses. I like your little rant about the little happy octopus, though. That makes happy, like Bob you know? Ross happy. painting, you know. Yes. Happy little octopus. Little yeah, guys. Little... If you're happy and you know it, clap all of your hands. <laughs> Clap eight hands. Anyway, let's here. let's move on, wow. shall we? Yes. You never give me your money. Well, because we work for free. And Lord knows. <laughs> yeah. Why does Paul keep saying, "Okay, you win. I'm in love with you." I don't know. I, Is that going to be another? Song? To me, again, it's like I was joking. It sounds like Frank Zappa, Ruben and the Jets, at the beginning. He's got this almost like a Zappa kind yeah, of thing. To I mean, his was voice. that something like, he was thinking about, and, he, and that know. was going to be like a song? And he was thinking about it, you know, during that. Cause it weird. may it may also be some lost oldie that we don't know. It could be a freaking Lonnie Donegan. Yeah, maybe. It sounded like you left. I'm right. She's he, gone. She's whatever gone, it is, that whatever. oldies. It sounded like he's kind of like drawing off that. But I don't. I don't. But know he for says sure. it a few times. And well, the vocal warm ups are very. I, funny. I do wish yes. that. Um, yeah, yeah. Another take. There's a version with a nice guitar solo at yes. the end. Yeah. Um, there was partly in the rock band, but there's another unreleased version that's floating around i wish that was more included but i I like the idea that they did tell us on more than one occasion that they don't really give up rats patootie what the bootleggers have oh i know that i i know but in a way i have to wonder if maybe they they do only in a sense that you know what that's been bootlegged already no one's heard yeah and and i i agree but when like i said this is a little light a second version would have been nice to have on this because I happen to like the way that song ends, You Never Give Me yeah. Your Money, and it, it it's a guitar thing, it's a vocal thing, it's a lot of things going on at the end, and I wish that something was officially released. Yeah, we, of yeah. course the bootlegs, yeah. you know, bootlegs are always going to be bootlegs, and that's yeah. why we have them, because we're fans. Yeah. You know, I, I don't have bootlegs of, you know, Frank Zappa, let's say, because... I do. I know you do, but I don't, because <laughs> I'm not a big Zappa fan. Right. But that's why bootlegs were made, but... I wish for something official like this because a lot of people are going to buy this and yeah. you know not know about. It. I just thought, you know, like my notes, they said it's less energy, but it's it's a different approach yeah. to the song, totally different. Well, might have worked. Maybe. You know what? Though? The funny thing is, um, he goes, "It's like okay, okay, okay." You never get it. Yeah, it's, it's weird. like very low, very subdued. He's unsure where the hell the melody's going during the you know out of college money spent. But he's not but he quite there heavy. yet. It's cool. I like it though. The, the one sweet dream part, even where it would well, go they don't up, have really. One, two, three, four. He's also still singing very quietly. I wrote down comes out sounding more like a Billy Joel song than a Paul McCartney song. At this point, yeah. yeah. And then I said the ending is all about Ringo. It's just the whole end of the song the dr- where the, the one, two, the three, four, five. Oh, the drumming. I wrote it. Unbelievable. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Actually, you know, that would be a great song for Billy to cover. You never give me Yeah, one. totally. That would be a very... Totally. You know, he lived through some yeah. of that. And, was, and yeah. the other and thing I... Be, be oh, a nice yeah. piano song for him. Yeah. With Frank Weber, yeah. 
The, the thing I want to say here is, Paul now says, come on, boys. Yeah. yeah. So another yeah. thing with the boys. Yeah. You know, my boys are ready. Yeah. Come on, boys. And, so it's kind of uh, cool. And that the bits. Don't forget the bits. He, you know, he did on a couple of songs. Those bits. Yeah. And then George oh. in the background. So even the bad bits. When, yeah. When That's pretty around. funny. That was funny. So. You wish it was raised a little more, though. You're like, is it well, no, George is, is obviously in the back yeah, of the yeah, studio, yeah. so and Paul's got the vocal mic, right. so right. Uh, you get right. the bleed. But now we got three takes of Her Majesty. There's not much to say here. No, but well, it, it does, does have, a, have lot a lot to say. say. I know. I like it because it's a short song and Paul's playing with it. It's nice to nice. Little, yeah, but I mean, again, cute. three takes. Nice to hear the last note. Well, yeah, it's, it's nice to hear the real minute, take with the last. It, what is it? A minute and twenty minute seconds. And 20 seconds. Yeah. yeah so three I mean, versions. you know, for three songs or three yeah. versions, it's, and it's that three doesn't minutes. really affect it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's good. It's good to have. But it's not like one, in the Abbey Road, or not Abbey Road, Get Back's things where he's he keeps repeating things because he's trying to make yeah. something out of it. Well, don't forget, this was supposed to be in the middle of the long right, one. Right. Right. So this was right. not going to be an afterthought. Right. This was made to be. Right in the middle. The major part. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the next one I like a lot because it's Golden Slumbers Take One, and he starts by playing Fool on the Hill. Fool on the Hill. That's That's so fun. Like, he knows that it's the same piano except in a different key. I never put that together. Yeah. Until Paul did it. Wow. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's fun. And also, Paul uses a very wildlife ram voice on this. Totally. When he's doing... Totally. "Ah," Like a... Yep. Get on the right thing kind of voice. Yep. You know, I didn't think of that. When he's doing that, he's, you know, he's going, go, and it sounds exactly like wildlife, period, Paul. So it's kind of fun. Anybody else or want to Yeah, I mean, I just said that um, uh, it's a nice run through. It's interesting to hear that this is done as one piece with the next piece, yeah. which is kind of cool. Um, it obviously always sounded that way, you know, but it's nice to hear it. I like that he's talking to himself at one point when he says, yeah. you know, lighter. You know, we got to yeah. do it lighter. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay. It's like Rain Man. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get to the next track, which is Here Comes the Sun. I call this Here Comes the Sun stripped. Oh, yeah. Totally. I, my notes, I just wrote, it's all about George. Then it's all about Ringo. <laughs> and then the acoustic guitars. Then it's all about Paul. <laughs> like, it's it, basically no, no, it's, like, you're right. It's a, oh, my it's, God. It's a song where everything's stripped away and you hear the three individuals yes. playing together really the well but the guitar it's oh, gorgeous is beautiful george's gorgeous. guitar is just amazing you know, you know what and I ringo's just, drumming and yeah. both <laughs> but when you were listening were you like doing the, the hand claps and oh, of the course. sun 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 parts i that's the first thing i, was I, I doing started it. to do the vocals and then i was trying I was, I was trying to do the hand claps i was thinking more that. of the george harrison paul simon version which this. is not very good. Yeah, I wouldn't pick oh, that version. That. That's a different Did version. Yeah. Well, I know, but I mean, I was thinking it was okay. it's acoustic, so, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but this is yeah. a better acoustic. Oh, yeah. I know. No, but I yeah. tell you, I didn't, I actually didn't. I didn't fill anything in in my head. Oh, I was with well, it. I, I just. <laughs> I can't go there. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't fill anything in in my head, man. But I, no, I, oh, I love funny. it. Anyway, okay. All right, so, so then the last song on this session's CD1 is the infamous Maxwell Silver Hammer. But you like it and I like it, and, and Tony sort of likes it. I love no, this. I, I didn't like it. I, <laughs> I, I, I thought it was annoying. I think it's it's good. I mean, I enjoyed that it's there. Yeah. What gets me annoyed is it's take 12. There's no way in hell you could tell me that these talented musicians had to go as many takes as they did I agree. on this song. Like you said, unless John's not even commenting about Abbey Road, and maybe he's talking about January. 
Yeah. When he uh, says how many times we had to put up with playing Maxwell Silver and Evan they Hammer, did, right? Well, he was there. Maybe it was the fact that if you look at some of the reels, you know, it's twenty minutes of Maxwell Silver Hammer. I don't know. But like he I tells said. he guides uh, Ringo on how to play the beginning, and they don't even use it. Right. That's right. annoying to me. And I like to kick out the jams thing at the end. Yeah. John yelling about kick out the jams. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. So that that. Anyway. All right. So that's the end of the first CD session. End of disc one. Disc intermission. So we are going to take a break, and we will be right back with Sessions CD 2. Hi, folks. This is Tony from Fab Four Free For All. As Mitch has mentioned several times, the cast of Fab Four Free For All do not profit in any way doing these shows for all of you. In fact, we actually lose money because of studio time and other production expenses. Now, we have looked into show sponsors, but for a number of reasons, we've decided it would be in the best interest of all of us, including you, our listeners, not to have sponsored ads in our shows. So, what we've done is set up a Patreon account. Patreon is a crowdfunding platform that allows artists to obtain funding from patrons on a recurring basis. Now, it can be as little or as much as you think you can send to us for the work that we put into providing quality Fab Four free-for-all shows. Now, we know that we have thousands of worldwide listeners, and if each of you just contributed a dollar a month, that's just 25 cents per episode, we would have enough to retire and not have to do these shows. <laughs> Sorry. Seriously, though, we've gotten some great feedback from everyone about how much these shows mean to you, and we feel the same way. But it would be nice if we could break even in terms of costs so that we can continue to bring these shows to you in a timely fashion. Yeah, I know, we can be delayed every once in a while, but that's because, as John Lennon so beautifully said, life is what happens to you while you're busy making other plans. But we do vow to make every effort to have a quality show to you every week. We only ask that everyone go and visit Patreon.com to at least check out what it's all about and to see if you can contribute a little something in return for all the hard work and effort that we put into these shows for you. Just do a search for Fab Four Free For All, and tell us that you give a buck about what we do. Thanks to all of you for being such great loyal listeners. End of intermission. Part two. Duh. Part deux. I don't know why I said duh. All right. Anyway, the first song on session CD2 is take five of Come Together. Love it. Me too. Love it. I like the ending of it where he's changing lyrics. Oh, yeah. when he says teenage and, lyrics. Uh, yeah. um, <laughs> he got Doris Duckers. The hell is Doris And teenage Duckers? lyrics, and he starts yeah, laughing. Got teenage lyrics. But I love when he, I mean, in the beginning, when he actually says, I get so caught up. Yeah, in and the, the clapping. I like yeah. the clapping in there. Um, it, the vocal and, is really a, you know, look, we got version one on, on Anthology, uh, yep. take one on Anthology yep. 3. Yeah. So everybody's like, oh, how come you couldn't do it here? And that's something we could talk about. But Take 5 is really cool. You know, when they officially put it out to tease the album, they did yeah. come together and Take 5. I loved it. I, I, it's not much different. It's just, 
it's not as produced. I like when he says, I'm losing my cool. Yeah. <laughs> the way he said it, it was but just like. But you don't even think he is. No, but he was like, he was, he was like, he's almost talking cool. to himself. Yeah, and I don't think it means he's losing his cool, like, I'm, right, I'm, I'm gonna, freaking out. Right. I think, like, I'm losing my, my cool. Like, I'm not like, cool. My cool factor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm losing my cool. But then he sings this song and he goes, I run. Right. <laughs> and, you know, like, like, I have to get cool again. Well, Very one thing fun. about Come Together, and, and I noticed that, you know, Take One is on Anthology 3, this is Take 5, and then the version that's finished. In the first two, one and five, he's... Three, sir. He's singing really loud like it's a rock song, but when <laughs> the release version, he's singing it smoother. There's a smoothness to it in his vo vocal. Which I think I wonder where the realization because it's, it's back to the yeah. it's back to that idea of letting the band carry the funk and having him not have to do that with his voice. That's the way it, it it's happen. it's kind of like giving into the fact that I mean if you think about it now and this comes up too in a sense that like you got three blues songs on this album. For the Beatles. For yeah. the Beatles. Yeah, the Beatles are not a blues band. No, they're not. By any stretch of the imagination. I mean, no. your blues your blues proved that the Beatles were not a blues band. But you take Correct. Come Together. Come Together is a funky blues track. Yeah. It's really what it is. And so is Oh Darling. It's a, Yes, it's a 50s throwback tune. And so is I Want You, She's So Heavy. Even though that's you know. a heavy metal song. Yeah, but... Come together, you know, like I say, it's 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 a blues tune. Yeah, but that, that's the thing I noticed. He stops singing it like he had to sing it loud. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. and, and really helps the song. Yeah, yeah it does. It's, it's, a, it's a smooth, especially with the bass and the drums come in. And, well, that's and it. it allows, you get the ding, ding, doo, 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 yeah. and, yep. and, and it allows for the harmonies, too. Yep. Right. Because yeah. if John was doing it in that Rasp. dirty, raspy, would, you're not going to get those harmonies. harmonies. Not, yeah, it's, it's not, not going to sound. Right. Yeah. Right. So, so cool. All right, so the next one is the end, take three. Mm -hmm. So it's all right. The drum solo is not really worked out yet. No. It's all over the place, but it's yeah. still, it sounds nice. Yeah. But other than that, and it speeds up. Right. On, it yeah. definitely speeds really? up on this bro. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it keeps going faster and yeah. faster, so I then whatever. Well, it's before he brought Keith Moon in to actually do it on, on the album, which is, you know, Bernard Purdy, actually. Pretty Purdy. Pretty. I was Pretty. about to say Keith yeah. Moon. Yeah, Keith Moon. And, yeah. Anyway. Uh, the next one is Come and Get It, the demo. Yes. This is different than the ones we've heard. It is, but it also shows that, like, McCartney had the arrangement, the production. Everything. It, like, I, I wrote almost down to what microphone he was going to, they were going to well, use. Well, he, like it's, well, in the book, told Badfinger. Yeah. he told them, please, you can only have it if, if you, you use it. this exact arrangement. arrangement. And Badfinger, in the book it says Badfinger took a long time to do it, yeah, yeah. to get it exactly like Paul's, and then, and then, then Paul was proven right. Yeah. Well, but this know, one's yeah. slower. It, it, yes. it, a little bit, yeah. but I want to say the version, it wasn't the version that's on Anthology 3, like the same version, but just it was the mono? I'm not sure. I'm it's, not it's, sure, cause, yeah. Because the vocals yeah. are, sound different on this, but... One thing about come and get it, I mean, it took him an hour to do the whole thing. That's the other thing. Yeah. They they say the beauty of McCartney is he had an hour to kill and he did this. Yeah. A but, number one song, you know, for someone and, else. And that but, just shows that Paul should always work quickly because <laughs> when he gets too long hung up on a song, you get like sweets. Maxwell yes. Silver Hammer. Yeah, you, you, get get, right, you get sweets. Yeah. 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 Too, you get too sweets. long, yeah. 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 So, and sometimes like, it's like other people, it's like, oh, you know what? Everybody's not in the studio right now. I think I'll either. 
I'll go have lunch or I'll right. ha- have a wank or whatever. It, and it's just like, <laughs> and he's like no, I'll, I'll, I'll just write a hit I'll song. I'll just rip out a top 40 single. Well, this like, was number know, one, wasn't it? Number one, yeah. But think, you know, I always think Come and Get It for Badfinger. It reminds me of when George Martin said to the Beatles in 62, how do you do it's going to be a number one hit? Yeah. You know, you guys should record right. it the way it's recorded. Yeah. And this can be number one. And yeah. the Beatles said, well, no. we're going to change the re- arrangement anyway. And yeah. he was right. And he, George Martin was right. Well, oh, you don't want it? Well, Jerry and the Pacemakers are going to get a number one song yeah. out of this. Well, the funny wow. thing is, Paul said, you, you can have it as long as you do it this way. He said, and if you take it, you you could do the other two songs that Ringo needs for the soundtrack yeah, yeah. on your own, and, he, and they went okay. Yeah, well, they were, <laughs> they were it, nobody at the time. So and well, they were the Ivies who didn't do anything, and yeah. all of a sudden now it's Bad Finger with a number one hit. Um, so the next is Sun King, Take Twenty. The percussion's cool. Yeah, I love the whole George is getting silly. Thing. I, yes, really and he funny. says Fab Gear. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that is George is getting silly, George and you hear George silly. getting silly. I love that part, I, and that's the great thing about this the demos. You get to hear, you know, you, everybody says, oh, the Beatles, it's the last album. They hated each other. They just wanted to do it. They did it well. But you really do get a feeling of cohesiveness when you're They're listening making to music. They together are. Together with George Martin back in the fold. Yep. And, They're yeah. making music as a band, yeah. coherently. So is it They're George not... Martin getting silly or George Harrison getting we silly? Oh, that's Harris. funny. I think probably. it's George I Harrison. Think, I don't think yeah. George Martin ever got silly. No, probably not. <laughs> I'm sure he did, actually. I'm about to do the big train. I'm going to get silly. <laughs> 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 no, he worked with Peter Sellers <laughs> at the, the Google. Good so. point. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, he did, he did How, have a someone had to be the adult in the room. Yeah, can yeah, you imagine yeah. they're all the goons? He's going, oh, that's very funny. Funny, lads. That's very funny, boys. funny, boys. Take two. Could you be funnier? Huh. Oh, that was good. That was very good. I can see George wants to say that. I know, we've lost Giles. I want the goods. You guys are nothing. <laughs> All right, so the next one is... Somewhere uh, Giles just went, yeah, probably sounds like done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sounds like that. <laughs> so the next is uh, Mean Mr. Mustard, take 20? What is it? Take yep. two? Uh, take yeah. 20. Well, Sun King goes into... Done yes. as, as a single unit with Sun King. Yeah, yep. Also freaking yeah. amazing. It is. Oh, and I love in Sun King, I love the fact that you hear John very, very, very quietly doing the guide vocal. Yes, it's off mic. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Yeah, very quiet. I I like that he uses Sister Shirley, but on this one, I love he does the um, God save the queen. Yes, but that's (laughs) the thing. He he echoes himself like like the Everly Brothers bird dog. Yeah, you know Johnny was a bird. He's a dog. Yeah, he does that on this. Yeah, that's good. And that and that I love. That's again with the fifties influence. Right, but I like that he was answering himself on each line. Yes, yes. You know, know, I've never heard this, so this to me was no. This is fun. But this is is him having fun with this song. That's. If you think about it, it isn't that long. No, it's if, a bit of a But if they would have put this on Anthology 3, I would have liked it better because Anthology 3 gets so boring with some of those outtakes of this. Yeah, well, because they're doing the... Because they're doing the... But it's also they're doing the January version. You know, I, this I know. is now the... Bold. Well, it just, I get just it. goes to show you how... I don't want to sound focused those sessions were, but... When they got focused, yeah, they yeah. said, "Okay, we don't need this to be a three-minute song. This can be a it's minute, and be a minute and a half, right?" You know? Yeah, and right. I think that's important, especially the way they yeah. said, "Okay, we're going to make this side to a medley." His sister Bernice, what's that? <laughs> that, that <laughs> well, another another sister choice, Bernice. you know. <laughs> anyway, so the next is Polythene Pam. It's that great line. You sound, sound like, like Dave, Dave Clark. Clark. Well, because Ringo's pounding away, and yeah. every well, song does. of Dave Clark sounds like he that. Sounds like, like he's doing Glenn all over. And then, and then when he does the thumps again, yeah. and he goes thump thump, and some somebody something about um, 
sounds, sounds like, like Tommy. Tommy, which is the dump dump. Da, 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 yeah, that. Da, da. So that's kind of fun, you know. Here, but them the doing fact a that reference he references back. Dave Clark, <laughs> you sound like Dave. Clark. No, but that's pretty funny. That's very. I don't funny. think it was a. A, a good no, thing. I don't think it was a good thing. <laughs> Do that one of the anthology you sound like Dave Clark. I'm not about Dave Clark, though. The lead is really interesting. It sounds like it wants to be played backwards. <laughs> he's like starts to do something like mm, that's not interesting backwards yeah right it sounds like uh, i'm only sleeping but it was cool it's fun to hear again i think they picked the outtakes we haven't heard and that are fun yeah because uh, yeah. you need yeah. that i also think that it's part of the i don't want to say rehab of the stories about the beatles and their breakup uh but if there is stuff of them having fun might as well play, you know hey we weren't fighting at the end every and that's minute. why despite all the business crap despite the i want a divorce despite yeah. that that's why there's meetings after this the, the may 9th meeting with alan klein right. where he and says you must sign now because yeah. the board of Ab abco has to decide and meanwhile yeah. he's the board yeah, <laughs> yeah. but but it, but i'm just talking about the idea of the post abbey road board meeting when yeah. it's like all right we're yeah. gonna go ahead and you How can see are we going to do it? And you could see why, because you know what? All and and the thing is, they didn't know enough about the business to know what John Eastman knew, which was, look, this is going to have to get serious at some point. And right. Paul had to intervene by filing the suit and what have you. I think if that had all been out in the open, and maybe Paul turned around and said, "Listen, guys, here's the deal. My advisor's telling me I got to sue you guys because it's the only way we're going to work out right. the assets." Then maybe that last meeting where they said, "Okay, we're going to go ahead." Maybe, you know, the meeting after that would have been, you know, gee, Paul, you bastard, you really had to do it, didn't you? Yeah, I did, man. I told you, you know, John said we had to. I, you know, look, I'm not staying. I'm still staying out of the business. Let's go make another record. Who knows? Who knows? But it ended up that obviously once you file suit on your best friends and then you get, you put the thing out. Feelings the, are hurt. Feelings are hurt. You put the thing out in April. That kind of squelched well, things he became for a while. His own enemy there. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, I, I think if you just look at this as four guys doing some tracks, again, did they know it was the end? You know, I'm reading a whole bunch of stuff about, oh, the, the, them Ringo walking said it away the, yeah. from well, Abbey Ringo Road. Ringo now is now saying he thought that they could have gone on, but he Tough also place. said the anthology that he knew was the last album. Yeah, but, and then, you know, the, they talk about the fact of, oh, well, the photograph of them walking away right. from Abbey Road. But then again, you know, there's that's three, the, three photos walking back toward Abbey Road. Road. Right. So that was five yeah. seconds later. Oh, we yeah, forgot right. about those. Oh, yeah. John Paul left his shoes. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, speaking of that, He's Rob, you brought up a great point. Nowhere in the book are all six photos yeah. together. Yeah, Nowhere. Yeah. There's a couple on the session yeah. CDs, but yeah. there's, you would think in this book, it, uh, the, the there's most, a great one of Linda maybe, McCartney's picture, yeah. which we never saw. Right. But... The six outtakes you could put in the book. And I actually yeah. think this is a more iconic photo than Pepper because more people have copied it. Where Pepper oh, I don't know take, about that. Well, Pepper, you have to have all more the pictures More people have the walked background. across the road. I'm not talking about Abbey Road. I'm talking about just Booker T and the MGs. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, Red, Red Hot, Hot Chili, Chili Peppers. Peppers. The Simpsons. Uh, yeah. the you know, peanuts. on the cover Rolling Stones. <laughs> yeah, peanuts. yeah right. a lot of different right. things of... Looney Tunes. I have the Looney Tunes yeah, characters. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody. So, I, I think that's part of it, uh, just a, a, for iconicness. But you think you have all six... You know, yeah, they you did can. it in the 2009 version, but they're postage stamps. Yeah, right. It really well, bothered me. So that's let's funny. keep going. Uh, the next is She Came In Through the Bathroom Window, take 27. 
I, I man, what a great take. This is a great really funky man. This the, is a the, funky the take. Faster this song. drum fills by Ringo. Yeah, I, I wrote. I almost them. like this feel better than the the released version. Less uh, produced. That's yeah, why it is. Yeah, but think about the thing. Very this raw. Is, got myself a proper job compared to a steady, steady yeah. job. A proper it's job right. is more of a desk thing. Yep. A steady job could be you know. Working, yeah. you, you I work almost wait for John store. to do the get a job cop. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but but John is in for the line so I quit. That's the only line where you hear John's voice do the so I quit. And then the, the police are like he's only in he for was, those it was three foreshadowing. words. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> so I so quit. quit. Bye bye. <laughs> but I, I, I like this. Here, I like this version a lot just for the looseness of it. Yeah. Love yeah, it. but it's so less produced, and I would have liked actually something like this to be a little finished, but less produced because this was kind of cool. Yeah. And the drums were just amazing. The next is the Because Instrumental. Okay. All right. Well, you know, not, I, I, it's nice. Not my choice if you're going to pick one instrumental of of everything on this album, but uh, it's, it's, it's nice. also I, nice. I think it's beautiful. It I wrote is beautiful. It, it is beautiful. I like Ringo slapping his hands to give them the rhythm because. You could have a mic on Ringo's hand and feed it back to them in the cans, so it's keeping rhythm. But that tapping of the hand isn't going to bleed into the other right. microphones, right, right. like tapping a hi hat. Would it's or nice. It's just um, it's okay. But I wrote something here. I just said something came to me. I said the instrumental tracks on Abbey Road to me show a type of sophistication that John would abandon until Imagine. Oh yeah, and Paul would jettison for quite a while. Oh yeah. There's there's a level of like. Abbey Road was this peak of sophistication. And other than, don't get me wrong, Uncle Albert, backseat of my car. You know, there's Pieces. moments of p real intense sophistication. But, tug of War was the last time, the next right. time. And who, who produced Tug of War? Well, I wouldn't say Tug of War would be the first time. Not first, I said the big The big return to sophistication, yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. But, and George Martin. But if you I think he had it, it before yeah. that, but I think he had to find it. He had to find people to play with. Well, that yeah, but, but I think but he peaked in terms of his sophisticated vision of music, like you said just now, Mitch, probably partly with George Martin. And then when he got away and he got to like making a record in my four-track studio, there wasn't this even this sophistication or this delicateness. Like there's a little bit of it in Maybe I'm Amazed, but not really. Think about all the albums with and, wings. There's no real. But, well, but like I said, Backseat of My Car, Uncle Albert is pretty musically yeah. sophisticated. Yeah, but once you get to wings, there's some sophisticated mm, stuff later. Some. You know, I mean, I, it's rock and roll, but I don't think it's so sophisticated. My love would be a, my yeah. love is is pretty sophisticated, actually. Yeah. And then after that, I don't know where do you go. You go to you go to London Town, maybe sophistication. First. No, yeah, not really. No, you go to no. tug of war, tug of war, or maybe even pipes of peace. No, tug of war. My God, the pound is sinking, I and and understood. You know, wanderlust. Somebody to care. And, yeah, somebody that's who cares. true. I mean, well, yeah. I think part of it has to do with the fact that they decided they were going to do this type of record. If you think about it, they're in the studio a month after Get Back, Let It Be, with I Want You, and then they move into the middle of the summer. And if you think about it, it's only a few months after what Get yeah. Back was. Yeah. So if you think about it, they know it's still in their head that we got to make this a sharper record. We can't be just goof, not, goofing around is the wrong term because no. they, I don't think they were goofing around. 
but they refocus their energy. And the fact that George Martin said, hey, do you want to make a record like the old days where I basically produce it or at least you know, listen to me a little more or something, I think it's very important. I think they're trying to prove something to each other as players, as friends, yeah. as a lot of things. Is this their most mature album? Yes. Sounding. Yeah. Sounding. I don't Sounded. know. Because some of the songs are, yeah. as John said, they're bits and pieces, but they worked very well as bits and yeah. pieces. Mature yeah. album? No. Rubber Soul. Most, nah, you said most yeah. mature. Yeah. Well, you know, Rubber Soul, I, for me, the glaring standout is like Run for Your Life. Yeah, but. And there's you know. no bleh on this? No, there's nothing Not, that's, there's well, nothing that's uh, immature. Yeah, but that's I mean, why Run know. to Your Life works. I don't know. Because it's, you know, this yeah. angry... I don't think me, Mr. Mustard, and Paula and Pam are exactly... Well, no. No, but, know, there's, sure. but there's story. It's more story than personal. Yeah. You know, Run for Your yeah. Life is a very kind of yeah. personal song, yeah. even if John dismissed it later on. But th these are more stories that connect, right. and, and they happen to work. Now we come to what I like to say every night to my wife, the long one. <laughs> and then she laughs. Yeah, and then, of course, right, and then after exactly. she's done laughing. Well, of course, she's that, exactly. She's doing what yeah. we're all doing right there now. There you go. Laughing. <laughs> this was very, very interesting. It's different than the ones we have on Boots. Right. Yep. I would hope that this was not, which I don't think it was, I would hope that this was not remixed. I would hope that this was lifted right from It sounds whatever. like it was. It, it sounds like it was. Sound it sounds like, it like it's basically the two-track, you know, this is what yeah, they... Yeah. They did, yeah. And then here they're just going to duplicate it. I like Her Majesty in the middle. I really I do. love it. I well, I, I understand it. why it's there now because yeah. the previous song mentions her, the you know the queen, right. and it actually, if you're making a thematic thing, which they were trying to do, it having fits. Her Majesty there is perfect. Yeah, of course. It sort of stops the th thing a little bit. Well, yeah. because it's slow. Yeah, and then, yeah. but then you're it like, like back <laughs> what? Yeah, but the brilliance of it is is that the edit. To take it out is is so fantastic. It's flawless, yeah. yeah. I mean, how, how do yeah. you get it that tight? That and, was that was luck. They yeah. Did oh, say yeah. It. oh yeah. Oh yeah. They sure. did say it. That was luck. Because we're not talking about now where you could do it on a computer in three seconds. Well, even it's not even it's about not even, it's, it's not even it's, about the timing. No, I know. And the, on the beat, it's the it's fact the way that, that they fit together. The chord, the chord and the it's just everything wow. Fits. It just and, and the way me, uh, Mr. Mustard ends. And when you hear it clean, you know, maybe on the yeah. rock band or something, you see why they put Her Majesty there, then Polythene Pam. But the edit works so well. Yeah. And I, I was just like, wow. But that, that's the part that really got me about the whole thing. But you also understand Her Majesty, okay, this is where it belongs. And actually, it takes away a little bit at the end of the album. Because yeah. let's say you didn't know it was there the first time you heard it. Yeah. And it's like, what the hell was that? Yeah. So it, it jump out of your skin. Yeah, so it's a little mm. different, but I, I understand. I really enjoyed the long one, as it's called. So. Thank you. Um, I, I love. I love on you. Never give me your money. The backing vocals are. Oh all my nice. god! Wasn't that so great? That's out of every it. decision they made. That was one they should have kept. Yeah, in. correct. But I know why they took it out because Paul wanted it more of a rock and roll thing. And, yeah, and the, yeah, it would have been the, too yeah. poppy. It was too poppy yeah. and too clean. Which would have fit other parts nice. of the album, but it's like, really wow, nice. yeah. who would have thought that that little section would need or want those harmonies? Yeah. And they, it's really like, wow, this is great. It's yeah. really nice. And, and it's also, again, I'm, I bring up this term for this song and a couple of things. It's funky. It's a funky track. And I like the organ. I like the no crickets. I like just the organ, the quiet that little organ. That changes it, too. Bit. You know, it totally changes it. it. You know? 
but it's interesting. And then Sun King, which gravitates from left to right or whatever oh, it oh. is, or right to left, which is kind of cool. Uh, yeah, I think th this whole section is is probably one of my favorite outtakes. You hear the you hear line you hear keyboard in the lines between Sun King, right? Yeah, which you don't hear elsewhere, and you hear bongos in Sun King. Uh, well, th if you look in the book, it does say Ringo plays conga drums. On a lot of these things, where I don't notice them, yeah. but they're there. So, interesting. This one you do hear them. Yeah, Mean Mr. Mustard. The bass is right up in your face, oh, as yeah. are the harmonies. Um, Her Majesty does right to left again. Again, yeah. So that would have happened twice in yeah. the medley, which is interesting. Uh, she came in through the bathroom window. You hear the tambourine really loud, right? Which is cool. Which um, I don't think you hear in the finish. And then go, not, not as much. But the only thing that's weird is again that at the end you don't. You don't have everything coming in. You know, you get a bare ending, which yeah. is a little odd. You know, but again, it's an outtake, and yeah, yeah. yeah. But it also shows how far they had to go to still finish it. But how smart this whole process was. Yeah. And you know, <clears throat> I've I've come to greatly appreciate side two even more yeah. after a lot of these outtakes, and especially. You know, the long one. Yeah. Which we'll I call the Mitch Axelrod. <laughs> Thank you. But I really appreciate... You can't say Mitch Axelrod without saying Rod. Sorry. <laughs> and instead of outtake, we'll just say take out. Yeah. <laughs> take out the long one. <laughs> Sorry. You guys started this. Actually, I did. But Actually, I think... I'm going to finish But I, I really appreciate it. I like it a lot. And, um, yeah. You know, it wasn't done at that point, And they're done in a couple of weeks. You know, after yeah. the... Yeah. Well, this is their first... Yeah, go at it. But the, you know, Her Majesty not being at the end would have been a, a little bit different. Totally. You know, yeah. not everyone knew. Goodbye was at the end. I like that. Yeah. I still think that's a great seconds, idea. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, then the next is uh, instrumentals, which finish off this. It's uh, something instrumental take thirty nine. As we said in the Abbey Road show, or the remix show, I like this because it shows things, or he, you hear things in this that are still present in the actual take but now you hear them more yeah, they, they, you, you know, and now you want to go back and listen to the finished version or the re release version so you could really well i wrote here you, you don't realize just how much strings is in there a until lot. you hear it like this yeah that's like i said the plinking yep. and the, yeah. you know you never when you're asking me you never hear the plink 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 it's like wait what now yeah, i hear it yeah, because yeah. now i'm listening to for them first time i really really remember like hearing it is was rock band Yes. Just think it yeah. was like, oh wow, Hold right? Rock, well, rock band they brought everything yeah. up, oh, yeah. and, and out, but and then it finishes with Golden Slumbers carry that weight, take seventeen with just strings and brass. And I wrote courtesy of the Black Dyke Mills band. Yeah, I, <laughs> it's good. I love it. I, it is. I, it's it's beautiful. It's really. I don't. I mean, I I know why they yeah. made this the end out of all of all of George Martin's arrangements. This one. Is in the top three. I definitely. Mean, this, definitely. Because you realize yeah. there were spaces where the Beatles, when they did it as a band, and there are spaces in there, that part of that recording, and then George Martin comes in and just fills it, but it doesn't go crazy. He does what it. Ringo does. He yeah. fits the song. Oh, yes. it's just, it's so good. I can, yeah. I can listen to this take as relaxation music. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's really beautiful. It's really, I was very, yeah. when I first heard it, I went, at the end of it, I, I just... Hit back to hear it again. I did it like two times. So, now that we've done these two CDs, what are some things that you wish were on this that we didn't get? <laughs> okay. Um, the Beatles doing Stairway to Heaven. 
I think oh, would have been yeah, really interesting. Been awesome. Three yeah. years before. Three years well, two before. Years. Was, two years before. Exactly well, it would have right. been very well, revolutionary. Yeah, I think so. Uh, one of the things that bothered me is that because the vocals, which has a great history of being out there, going back to the Abbey Road show, where it's just the vocals only, and I love the love version because they sort of cleaned up some of the leakage from the Anthology 3 version. That sounds so weird. They yeah, cleaned up the leakage. But what? to me, that should have been part of this. I know it was on a love album, but not everyone bought the love album. It's 20 years later or whatever. That should have been on here. And it's three minutes. The and CDs can hold it. Yeah, and there is space on there. So to me, that is maybe if I had to pick one thing, that would be the thing I would want on here. Because not everyone bought Anthology 3 or Love. My, so, my big I have a couple one, others, but I Yeah, my big one is, is the Here Comes the Sun with the guitar solo. I have that down there, too. Because... Yeah. I mean, they made a big deal of Danny going into the studio with yeah. George and Giles yep. and going, oh, wow, we found this. And there's a YouTube video. Of it. Yeah. It's not the best solo in the world, nope. but it's an outtake with a solo from George Harrison in his best song, one of his best songs. And you're not putting it on there? Yeah. It's three minutes also. Yeah. You can it, fit it. Yeah. And, and, and Very weird that they didn't do it. Maybe they forgot. I don't know. How do you forget? I don't. I mean, Giles is in the video. Yeah, I know. I mean, <laughs> you would think that he would. Oh, yeah. Damn. <laughs> I, I, there's a video. Well, maybe, uh, you know, we know that the Harrison estate's always been. I was like, just going to say they've that. They've been always dragging their feet about yeah. everything. So. Maybe what? They said no. Uh, they, well, they presented it and, and they, they would, said no because it's not. Would, it would, would make your the comes probably the, the say no first. Well, you know. uh, what? Because they think that it takes away from the beauty of the Here Comes well, the Sun? Well, in the book, it says guitar solo. Please don't use guitar solos. Right. In the book, on the box. Right. Show the EMI box. So, to me, I agree with you. It, this was a big deal when they found it, you know, and we used it with quotes around it. But to me, I was like, well... Where is it? Yeah, you know, there'll be something different at least. I mean, it's I know we have solo. outtakes of Here Comes Sun, but yeah. but it's his most iconic song, and it's the one that really makes this album. Yeah. So yeah. and it's the biggest iTunes selling song. So just put and it Spotify on Spotify too. It's a correct. Song and Spotify. I'm in the video. Um, <laughs> hey, were you in the video? I think I, I was. Thought I saw you in the video. Did you? Yeah. Uh, me and Montage. Yeah. No, but I, I agree. Tony, is there anything that you would have wished you had on it? No, not really. Only because, truthfully, anything that I would think I'd like to see on this. Uh, would be reserved for Let It Be. Okay. I mean, well, I'd, I'd well, like there's to... There's a lot decide, of crossover. Yeah. And they decided not to include any of that. Right. And I totally understand that. You want to know why? Yeah. First of all, the recording sounds different. Totally. Just the, the, just the way it was recorded. Totally. Correct. Totally different. And there's a certain yeah. sound they're going for, even yes. on the outtakes. Yeah. yeah. Second of all, I can understand not having these bad versions of Maxwell Silverhammer... Right. Or she came in through the bathroom but window. But see, but that's the one. Of all the Let It Be era, to me, the slow she came in through the bathroom window was hysterically funny. See, I... I but, you know, mm. she came in through the bathroom, you know, yeah. a bloody spoon, a bloody spoon, a bloody spoon. <laughs> okay. You know, they can't do... But you know, I think they didn't want to But it doesn't have, fit. Right. I think no. they're trying to... That, that's why I just said, when you asked me if there's anything I would want to see on this, no. The only thing that I could think of would be Abbey Road era songs included on the let it be package there's some of that but there's nothing that i know of because again giles may be sitting home going well you know take 14 of oh darling was really nice too but i just didn't want to give too many oh darlings i don't know we had to pick yeah. between these two are there probably takes that i'd love to hear maybe but we don't know about them yeah. right. so you know my other thing is uh something uh, the version i heard said 
intro it said take 37 but i think it was a reduction from 36 where it has that piano ending where remember yeah, at the end well yeah, yeah john's playing the piano definitely even the piano fills in the middle are different i didn't really use that in the final version no. i would like to have heard that as an official release just because i think first of all john's playing the piano second of all you know, remember comes out of that. You know, two years. Yeah, I did. Know. That's something I did yeah. forget about. Yeah, that's so a good point. that that would be my choice. I can't really think of anything. And else. I would have liked to have heard the Paul McCartney Donovan session tacked on to the. I'm sorry. Oof. Well, you know yeah. what? I'm sure some people, for those who don't know, there was a bootleg of a session of Paul and Donovan during the Mary Hopkin recordings. Yeah, and they're doing like Heather and Land of Gish yeah. and other things yeah. like that, and. Why wouldn't you include that in well, there? It's I not, know why. I yeah, know why. I know. Exactly. I know. It's but not even Beatles. Yeah, yeah, technically. Even though there's an unreleased Paul song in there, Heather. Not the one he released on uh, right. Driving Rain. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> but meant. to me, there was a bootleg that came out. One of the things I said when we first got the, the records, I said, someone's going to do a bootleg of the stuff that they're not including. And it's already out there. It's limited 300. It doesn't mean you can't find it. Uh, but it includes a lot of the rock band stuff. It includes uh, some of the stuff that's been out there that we know about. Right. It's sort of like a huge gathering of yeah. stuff that's already been out there, which I think actually is too much. So there's, there's ways. I understand why they did what they did, but I understand where they got lost. One of the other things I love about the book is, thank God Linda McCartney was a photographer. Yep. Yeah. And she had her camera with her all the time. Because a lot of the photos in here are Linda's. I've always loved her photography. And she's got some great shots in the book. Yeah. And I'm really like, wow, you know, they're, they're such natural photos. And they, they had to have known she was taking pictures. Obviously, she's Paul's girlfriend and wife. Yeah, great shots. But yeah, I just, I'm just i very impressed with that. And um, what else do I have here in my notes? The two-disc set is, if you, if you don't want to pay all this money, is the best bargain out of the three two-disc sets that have come out for each uh, thing. And I'm actually I'm very glad they did that. They they did an alternate version yes. on disc yeah, two, for those did, who don't yeah. know. Which is cool. Which is very, very cool. I and mean, what else do I have? For some reason, there's a picture disc. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, because there was in yeah. There was in the, the, in the 70s, but I don't know. They I, did a picture disc for... Sergeant Pepper, Pepper. I know, and, and Abbey Road. and uh, Well, they're not going to do it for the White Album, because no. they're looking stupid. <laughs> well, they did white vinyl for that. Yeah, but, back then. And there's also uh, vinyl also for uh, Abbey Road, for all the new vinyl guys. Uh, they should have been done a picture disc of the White Album with all four of the photos. Correct. Besides one, two, three, and four. I agree. Yeah. And they actually have that for one, which is limited, with the Avedon photos. Cool. Yeah, each one is on it. Wow, cool. And one more thing. As always. In 2009, all the re-releases had QuickTimes, which have now disappeared. QuickTime, little, like, five-minute videos. Oh, 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 the, about Road. the making yeah. of. Yeah. They could have put that on the DVD, Blu-ray. Well, I'm sorry, the Blu-ray. Which know. has the Atmos. The Atmos. Which has the... the 9624, 5.1. And, and, and the Easter egg of the something video. Right. Is on there. Right. Oh, it is? Yeah. Just so you know, those don't want to search, if you're on the Blu-ray and you're clicking down to hear each song, right. instead of clicking down, when you're on something, click right 
and it takes you right to the something video. I did not know that. There that's, you that, go. That's fantastic because why wouldn't you put that on the 5.1 sure. Blu-ray? So, uh, have we uh, finished with this? All right. Well, oh, one so. more thing. I have to yeah. do it. Yeah, of course you do. The last time they said, yeah, 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 in a song was Polythane Pam. You know, what everyone's, uh, if you think about it, you're oh, like, that's very that's funny. Actually, that's a nice little that's last thing. That's very, very funny. Whether it was on purpose yeah, or not, yeah. I don't know. You I'm know, sure it was not. And Paul's father told him to say yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Have so, you seen Paul and Pimp? Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. <laughs> so that's all I got on my notes. All right, very nice. Good. Well, uh, this has been a lovely discussion of the session CDs of uh, the Abbey Road Anniversary Edition. I have been your moderator, Mitch Axelrod, and joining me has been... Rob Leonard. And... Tony Chiguardo. And we will see you real soon, we promise. No, we don't. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. No, we don't. Yes, we do. Yes, they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, they do. She said, yeah, yeah, yeah. We said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah! Oh, God. Fab Four Free For All was edited and produced by Tony Chiguardo at Word of Mouth Studios in Westbury, New York. The opening and closing theme is My Dolly by the band The Badge, featuring longtime listener Jeff Slate, available on its debut album Digital Retro and recent Best Of compilation, as well as from the Fab Four Free For All website. Thanks for listening to Fab Four Free For All. Yeah. Do you think that Paul told them how to do it, and they showed him his? He showed them their bad finger, and he said, "Okay, so sorry." No, 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 no. I don't think so. England would have been bad fingers anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Bad teeth too. Um, (laughs) Man, and we just lost Britain. (laughs) All of the UK. Hello, uh, Mitch. uh, Richard Buskins on the phone. (laughs) Who, by the way, is mentioned in the book. Our friend Richard. Page forty-four. Yes, Richard Buskin, page 44. Page 44. Um, it's a fancy remix, page. <laughs>